The following is produced by Artisan Church. Welcome to the Artisan Church Podcast, a weekly broadcast of Artisan Church in Rochester, New York. To learn more about Artisan Church or to support the ministry, visit www.artisanchurch.com. Fifth Sunday Festival, we're focusing on the idea of hospitality. And what Pastor Scott has asked us to do is to share stories of our first time here at Artisan. For some of us, the first time that we were at Artisan was an incredibly welcoming experience and extremely warm and inviting. And the place where we knew, you know, it was like the big cold exhale, and you're like, yes. I found a place of like-minded people, and this is great. For others of us, it took months to crack that nut. And we'd come in and out and feel like nobody even knows we're here. So all of those stories are very important for us as we experience what it is like to offer hospitality to other people, to open our doors, to be extroverted introverts. Um, so... I'm going to pass the mic around. Anybody who wants to speak, please feel free to raise your hand. Um, there are some people that I know have, have stories that they want to share, so you go ahead and just raise your hand for me because uh, I don't remember everybody's name. Chrissy. And then um, I have some other stories that I think will be fun as well. So, sure. okay. um, I'm Chrissy, and so I was thinking about the first time that I came to Artisan. Actually, I would say it's a little bit of both, Mike, because the very first time I came to Artisan was very welcoming, and then it took several months to actually feel like part of the community. But the first night I came, actually, I came with two other former Artisan members, Andrew and Kate Bogle, and we came to an evening service, which I have to say was, is very welcoming and hospitable for people who work in the morning, even though I know why we don't do that anymore. But um, we came, and so we came to the evening service. Everybody was singing. We came to the back door, and we were just sort of looking around, trying to find a seat. And Dell turned around, and she, like, waved at us and was like, come over. Like, she, like, knew we needed a seat. And so I thought, well, she must have already met Andrew and Kate. We've been here a couple months. Maybe they already know her. And I think they thought the same thing. But none of us knew her, actually. She just knew that we were new people. And so she came and kind of invited us over. And then I found out later that she was pretty new herself. So I think that that's really cool, thinking that you don't have to have gone here for a really long time to be really welcoming to other people. So thanks, Del. Cool. Del gets gold stars. Other stories? Anna? Hi, I'm Anna. Um, I also had a really good, my husband's trying to trip me. Um, I also had a really good first experience um, at Artisan. I started coming the end of August four years ago. And my first week I came with another former Artisan person um, and was just looking for a new church. I had been going to a more traditional church for a year and had hardly been said hello to. Um, And the first week I came uh, after the service, my friend was like, oh, you, you play an instrument. Let me introduce you to Mike. And he said, great, are you free next week? Bring your guitar. 
you're playing with Scott. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. So that was, I think that's unusual for getting plugged in so quickly. Um, but I showed up the next week and played with Pastor Scott, and we, I've been doing music with Artisan pretty much ever since we were in need of some people, I guess. But um, that was sort of a miracle, because that's exactly how I need, like, needed to be plugged in, I think. Um, so yeah, and then I actually met Elliot. He doesn't remember, but we met that week two, and now we're married, so. <laughs> that was my first week at Artisan. Uh, we, we didn't actually need people. You were just awesome. Yeah, I actually got texts because I was out of town that week, uh, which is why you didn't play with me. And you played with Scott, and Scott was sending me texts. Holy crap. <laughs> Have you heard this girl sing? And I'm like, no, I don't even know really who she is. <laughs> I guess she's got some pipes. That's cool. Other stories of first times here at Artisan. By virtue of the fact that you're in the room, you've had this experience. <laughs> um, about a year before we started attending regularly, we came here for a Christmas Eve ser- Sunday service, and almost nobody that was actually at the service actually attended Artisan. <clears throat> but um, we were, it was very small, and it was a little circle, and uh, I think it was Jason that was running the service, and they actually had these nice ladies who didn't actually go here either doing the music. And at the end, Jason said, you know, let's bring the kids up to play the drums. And Aurora and Carlton were about one in three. And so they, with a nice little acoustic guitar and violin, played the drums completely asynchronously with it. And it was really, really loud. And we were like, are you serious? You you know, (laughs) that that would be fun? Okay. But that's what... that. That was our first experience. Wow. That's cool. So that was your first experience too, huh? Yeah. Cool. Very cool. I'm kind of hesitant to share this because it, it's basically about people, but it's also about the music. The first time I came in here, I got here before service, as I now know I should. <laughs> and. Um, the band was playing Wild Horses, and I just was blown away. I, you know, I just thought this is a congregation that goes, picks, has odd selections of music, <laughs> <laughs> and people come together through the music, and I, I just felt so enveloped. And, and then the music just got better and better, and every week it's new, and often it's familiar, and sometimes it's not, and. Through the music, I feel connected to the people here. And anyway, my first welcome was the music itself and the band, and it, was, it really made me connect. Thank you. Cool. Was that you guys? So it wasn't me, Wild Horses. It might have been Beams. Yeah. Note, note as I point. Beams back there. She's awesome at song selection. Pulling out Rolling Stone songs. I thought I saw a hand up here. I see hands. Okay, so it's kind of partially my first experience and then partially my aunt's first experience. Um, the first time I came here, it was very welcoming um, as a single mom. Uh, a lot of the times, like, uh, I'm used to kind of the condescending look from a church service when I first walk in. 
I didn't get that. I met Heidi. Heidi was the first one I met, and I love her. She is such a darling. Um, and I was so excited about it, you know, that I had brought, the next time I came, I brought my aunt. You know, she's the only Christian that I know of in my family. And uh, I was like, oh, you have to see this place. They're so amazing. And they have, like, a really great band, and I love the way they sound, and I love the message. You know, Scott is very personal, and he's funny. And we come in, and it was one of those days that um, you guys had, like, the stations, you know what I'm talking about? And, and so she's very, like, structure-oriented. So she comes in, she's like, okay, so you have hippies. That's, that's great. Um, what's up with the rocks in the bowl? I don't get it. Um, I was like, well, it's not usually like this. I don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> Um, but I really appreciate it because it broke people of the normal, I'm sitting here at church and I'm not mentally active. I'm just going to drool on myself and not pay attention. Um, so it was really nice to have people active. And when I got to explain it to her, she got more comfortable and she really enjoyed the kind of um, versatility, the movement of artisan, and it was just really great, and she ended up talking to me about it later, so that was just kind of like, whoa, what happened? Did not expect that, but um, art, you know, artisan kind of keeps you on your toes sometimes, so <laughs> that's what I like about it. That's funny. I, th I think you just coined another artisan t-shirt. We have this, we've had this internal joke amongst the leadership team and the staff, especially when the staff was a lot of people, um, of all these goofy little sayings, and then just tag it, artisanchurch.com. And I like the, I don't know what happened. It's not usually like this. <laughs> artisanchurch.com. <laughs> That's excellent. We're, other hands, other stories. Shane. It's funny, uh, I was talking to Cheryl a second ago, we were, we were asking, wondering if um, we even remembered our first visit, and we didn't together, but then I remembered that I blogged about it, so I'm going to read you my blog entry from, um, <laughs> this, is, this is dated December 9th, 2008, <laughs> and I said, this past weekend, the Bertou fam stepped foot inside a church building for the first time in a year, two, I'm not sure how long it's been, to be honest, but it's been a long time, anyway, when I saw Artisan was participating in the Advent conspiracy, I decided to make a commitment to attend each week through the end of Advent, Advent season, <clears throat> I dug it, a lot. Not the church service, but the culture of the church in general. In summary, the call to worship was a Bob Dylan song. Worship included tunes by Curtis Mayfield and an old spiritual best covered by Ava Cassidy. The music was on Jesus, uh, excuse me, the message was on Jesus' clearing of the temple and relating it to the idea of spending less at Christmas to do something tangible, such as digging wells as a community to help those in need. We took communion to the trumpet child by over the Rhine and subsequently got choked up for the first time in years during a church service. Uh, next week, Jesse Sprinkle, um, uh, I listed the bands he was a part of, uh, will be sharing uh, from his experiences digging wells for villagers in Uganda. My only complaint is that the people there were too friendly, but I'm pretty sure that's a me problem. I'm actually really looking forward to going back next week, and I really want, uh, I actually went an entire church service without wanting to gouge my eyes out, and that was it. The ironic thing about that is we did the rest of the Advent Conspiracy thing, and then we were still very, very, very sporadic for a couple more years, but... <laughs> Wow, that's really cool. Thank you for digging into the archives. Hello, I'm Paul, and I'm probably the oldest member 
of this congregation. Now, you got to know, I don't mind being old. I was telling my daughter last night at dinner, I says, I've waited two decades to get to this age. Uh, and, and, um, and, you know, with age comes superpowers. Um, I'm completely invisible to young women at the mall. But the first time was about two years ago I attended this church, and uh, I, um, I enjoyed it. I, I, I loved the music, the message, and on my way out, I was stopped and um, asked, uh, why did you, uh, what brings you to our church? And I said, well, I've been a covenant member of another church for years, and, um, and you're the closest to me in my neighborhood, and... I was told, um, well, you know, we are a young church here. (laughs) But as Bob Dylan said in my back pages, um, I was much older then, but I'm younger than that now. Yeah, he said that at the end of each of the 40 verses, right? Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. You know, we're a young church. Yeah, we're also somewhat clumsy with our words, apparently. In the back. So Ryan and I, when we got married, we decided what kind of a church we wanted to go to. Um, And it was, in our minds, it was to be very high church, choir, organ, you know, super, super liturgical, like practically Catholic would be good. And... um, so we came in the morning to Trinity that was meeting here at that time. Um, and their oldest member, uh, Rem, told us that we needed to come back in the evening because we would like it better. And, <laughs> and we were like, okay, that's kind of weird, but all right. So we came back, and um, Artisan was nothing at all like what we wanted. Um, and, uh, I mean, Mike and Mel were singing, and Mel did a hymn, and I was, you know, in the back crying, and, um, and I don't remember the last time I cried in church for a good reason, and not because I was just terrified, um, and so we were like, oh, you know, okay, this is, this is pretty good, we might come back sometime, and back then we had dinner after every service, um, and we were both raised in Southern Baptist Church, and so potlucks are like old hat. But we hadn't brought anything, so we were like, oh, well. So we were walking out the door, and Jason said, hey, where are you guys going? And we said, well, we didn't bring anything. We're going to, you know. And, and he said, well, the chairs are over there. We need help setting up, so why don't you guys grab those? And, and we were like, oh, I guess we're setting up now, so I guess we have to stay. And so we stayed, and as we were leaving afterwards, we said, you know, I'd said to Ryan, Artisan's nothing like what we want in a church, and he said, yeah, that's true. And I said, but we're coming back next week, right? And he said, yep. And so now we're starting our eighth year of being here, and... um yeah, it's been that long. Oh, 
And, uh, and it's just all along, I think it's been, particularly for me, it's been really good um, to be a part of a community like this. And I mean, when Mike found out that I sang and played the piano, he was very upset with me that I had been here for six months and not informed him of this fact. Um, and, and it was really nice to be in a situation where I wanted to be a part of the music instead of feeling like I had to be. And uh, so I just, I really appreciate this community and um, all that they've meant to us. So. <sighs> Other stories. If we could batch like all the stories, because I'm getting tired. Hello, I'm Sarah. For those of you who don't know me, I sometimes teach the little ones downstairs. Um, my first experience down, down the hall, you know what I mean. It's downstairs, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, my first experience with Artisan wasn't actually with the church, but it was with the people from the church. Um, I had just graduated from Roberts, and I was working at a full-time summer camp, and Anna called me and was like, hey, I found this great apartment do you want to be my roommate? And I'm going to sign the lease tomorrow. <laughs> and I said, trusting her good taste, okay. Granted, probably I should have thought about it a little bit more, but it was a really good decision. <laughs> um, and so I moved in with her in what used to be our uh, former pastor's house. We lovingly call it the compound. Uh, there's a couple of houses right near each other that there's a bunch of artisan people. They live there. Anyway, I uh, moved in, and I started coming to artisan Occasionally, I was really busy and kind of self-absorbed, so I didn't make too much time for church. And then I started coming a little bit more often and more often, and then it just kind of seamlessly became my community. And I really appreciated the welcome that I got outside of the church walls before I got there. Like, they act the same out there that they act in here, and that's something you don't find very often. Thank you. Moody. <laughs> this is Moody. He don't need no mic. Moody plays second base for the softball team and is pretty awesome at it. For sure. Did I see? Uh, oh. I was just up. Hi. For some of you who don't know me, I'm Samantha. And I started coming to Artisan February of 2009. So I've been here for a time. Um, but I remember my first week here, um, two of my friends from college brought me. And I had been going to another church and hadn't really felt like I was building any connections and just kind of there and going every week without building those relationships. And I came here, and I remember my first Sunday being really confused because, you know, the music is very obscure, and the way they, they did things is, you know, everybody who goes here knows that it's different. And I wasn't sure about it. And I was like, I don't know if I want to come back. And then my friends were like, you need to go at least twice. I'm like, okay, I'll go another week. And then ever since I went, week two, 
I can't keep myself away. And I've loved the community. And Heidi was probably one of the first people I met. And I don't know, like, it's just a, such a beautiful community. And I love just how organic it is. And can't stay away. So that's me. It is kind of like watching the National Geographic channel, right? It's just very violent and gory and crazy. But it looks like Heidi gets another uh, gold star here. We've got, uh, we've got some real heavy hitters here. So one, two, three. Um, hi, I'm Ken. <clears throat> or Kenny, yeah, New York City. Um, I, a lot of you have no idea who I am, but I actually date back to like 2001. It was after we had just started going to another church. There was a little thing called um, New Hope, wasn't it? Had had New Vision. New Vision had merged with Crossbridge Community Church because it was a church plant that couldn't, so <laughs> they, they were trying again. And uh, out of that came uh, this funny little thing called Capex Day. And uh, they were pretty cool folks, so I hung out with them too. Um, so I honestly don't remember the first time I went because it's too long ago and I'm an old fart now. Um, but um, we were we were members at Crossbridge for a very long time. But I would I loved to come here and visit. Um, it was a place I could come and not be responsible for everything under the sun with media and playing in the band and goodness knows what else. Um, and you know, band played cool music, and we played cool music at Crossbridge too, but not quite as cool as here. And uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, 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 the thing that I think I, I've noticed the most is I was just, just kind of contemplating on it now. And uh, I, I, I always seem to end up here when I'm having a tough time in my life. <laughs> and so either this is a really bad influence or it's a good place to heal. And I'm hoping it's the latter. Um, and, you know, if it's a good place to be, why don't I just stay here? But we'll, we'll figure that out. And... Uh, uh, it's it's one place where I feel I don't have to censor myself. You know, churches I've gone to, I'm kind of a kind of a bleeding heart liberal, and you can't swing a stick around here without hitting you know a, a libertarian. But but they'll they'll still listen to you. <laughs> and and I can I can be a bleeding heart liberal with with a bunch of libertarians and not be worried about it. Where before you know I felt like if I wasn't a Republican, I wasn't quite a Christian. Um, and uh, it, it's. You know, we we can we can support each other and disagree with each other at the same time. And this this place is just it's it's amazing that I can just be who I am and uh, love people and be loved. Uh, even even though we we uh, may not always agree with each other, we we understand that doesn't make us bad people. <laughs> but we're all we're all still the family of of, of God in the body of Christ. Morning, everyone. Uh, I'm Del. Uh, hi, everyone. So my first experience with Artisan was actually online. Uh, Mark and I, we, were, we moved five years ago from Long Island, and uh, we were contemplating moving. And I told them that I wasn't moving until I found a church. Like, the church was more important than anything else. So I started looking online, and... Five years ago, a lot of churches didn't really update their websites. There was no contact information. There was just nothing. And we found uh, a PDF of the South Wedge News, something, the, the newspaper that's part of the South Wedge, and there was a little ad for Artisan Church in there. 
And so I looked up Artisan Church, and sure enough, because you know, it has a lot of techies, it was really pretty, and it was well updated. And what I loved was that all the leadership, the people who were pastors, had their email and their phone number on there. So I just sent an email to Jason. I was like, dear Pastor Jason, would it be okay if we visited your church? And he's like, sure, come on out. You know? So he's very informal, and he didn't reply, Pastor Jason. He was just like, Jason, which kind of led me to understand a little bit about the culture of artisan. Um, and actually, when I talked to Jason about that ad, he was like, oh, we just kind of just ran that for like three weeks randomly. You know, we were just, wasn't quite, weren't quite sure what we were doing, but we just ran the ad. But when I got to Artisan um, on Sunday, Easter Sunday, I met Heidi and Brian, and both Heidi and Brian were extremely welcoming. And, you know, so gold star, Heidi. Where's Heidi? There we go. Uh, and Brian, uh, former pastor. But um, the cool thing is that met Heidi, and then I talked to Jason and said, you know, I'm the person who emailed you. He talked to me for a little bit, and then as we were leaving, he's like, what are you doing tomorrow? We're like, oh, we're just going to look at a house because we're thinking of, you know, moving here, and we were thinking of buying a house. And he's like, well, when you're done, come on over. And he just, like, invited complete strangers to his house and gave Gianna cereal and just hung out with us while Mark was looking at the house. So I just really appreciate Artisan. So that's been my experience with Artisan. I, I feel a little funny talking because my, I loved the first time I came. Actually, I watched it online. Then I visited the very last service of Capex Day, and we started coming when Quest and Capex Day joined. And I loved the worship. I loved the service. But I had a little bit different experience with people. Um, and you might have gotten the idea that I'm a little friendly <laughs> from what people have said. I love people. But we met at, in the evening, and we always had a meal, and there were very a lot of college students at the time. And after a couple weeks of trying to sit next to college students and talk with them during the meal, I thought, am I invisible? Kind of like Paul. <laughs> so, um, but, but if you've had a not-so-wonderful first experience, my, what I would say is just persevere, because it's been, I don't know how long, we've, it's from the beginning, and I don't know when that was. And I love it here, and I love the people. So I would say just persevere if you're not having that, oh, immediately wonderful, welcoming feeling. Or if you're not having that immediately welcoming feeling, this is Heidi. <laughs> She's really friendly. I was going to say, you probably felt like that because you weren't here yet, and you're the one who welcomes everybody. Right. In my book, anyway. So my first week here, um, my dad and I, I lived on Field Street, um, and so we kept on driving by, and he would say, let's say, you know, let's try that church out, let's try that church out, but I was kind of, I hadn't been to church in a few years. I always went to church, but, um, you know, sometimes when you grow up in the church, and it kind of, you learn a lot of things, and you see a lot of things over a lot of time, and it changes, so. Um, anyway, I came in my first week, and I was a little bit late, like, and there was this big flannel board up top. I don't know if you guys remember this. And it, was, it, was, it must have been from the last week because they didn't talk anything about it, but there was just a big picture of Judge Judy in the corner. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what, what they were talking about, what that has to do with, but that is the most awesome church I've seen. 
So after that, then, um, and I remember Jason spoke that week, and I thought, oh, that was a great sermon, you know, tears and everything during the music. And the next week, I came back, and Scott spoke. And it was, I think it was more towards the beginning of his speaking regularly. I was like, this guy seems kind of uh, not as comfortable up there, but still, still very good. So I kept coming, and I missed a couple weeks. And when I came back, I think maybe Dell came over and asked where I was. And it just, that meant so much to me that I was new and nobody knew me, but they still cared. So I guess that's my story. And this is my last week now, so first week to last week. Well, you will be missed. And the Judge Judy thing, uh, Judge Judy was the visual representation of the judges in the Old Testament. We were going through the whole test, Old Testament in four weeks on flannel graph that wound up being 32 feet long. There's video, there's video up of each one of those weeks. It was hysterical. It was great. Other stories up front. Hey, I never do this. I hate standing in front of people, but first time we came to Artisan, Heath was just walking, I think, and Grant was four, and we were living down south of Geneseo in Mount Morris, and we drove all the way here because we had heard about this church from one of our college students, and the series was Sex, Love, and God, and we had looked it up online, and we thought, wow, that's really interesting. I never heard about that in church, and we had been going to this church that was very in a nice way to say cultish, and um, (laughs) unhealthy. And we were very um, broken and hurt and suffering from that. And so we came here and we visited, and we were kind of nervous coming in somewhere different. We kind of felt like we were betraying our church coming here because we really, really wanted to come. And, uh, you know, we just kind of sat down. People greeted, greeted us and... Scott played your body, or um, Mike played your body as a wonderland, and I was like, this is really weird. I don't know. I never heard that song before I came here. And uh, the kids left, you know, the service, so I was like, all right. And um, it was great. Afterwards, we had a dinner, and we just, I just really felt God's presence and just felt like it was awesome. And the people here were awesome, and I just thought, this is where, I want, this is where we want to be. So um, we just came back after that. And it was a whole big long mess of leaving the other church and people, uh, Mike, Scott, Brian, and Jason really helped us through that. And even now we're still kind of recovering from that, but this has been a really great place of healing and a great place to come because I didn't even really want to go to church anymore. So this is like my last hope of staying in church. So. <laughs> Thanks. Artisan Church, you're our only hope. I know that feeling, though. I really do. Um, I'm assuming everyone knows me. I'm Angela. <clears throat> I, I don't think that this is necessarily the first day that we visited Artisan, but it was shortly thereafter. Um, before we moved to Rochester, we hadn't really attended church. Yes, yes ma'am for um, almost 10 years, um, and I had grown up in the church, and um, I'm pretty sure that, oh shoot, Scott was um, 
preaching um, on the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. And um, I love Scott and I love his preaching, but, you know, I was kind of tuning out a little bit and flipping around in my Bible. And I just looked sort of on the other page in Luke 14 and saw this passage. Um, When the salt has lost its flavor, how can it regain its saltiness? And my first thought, being a science nerd, was as a chemist going, well, salt can't actually lose its saltiness. But that, that aside, <laughs> um, it really s- struck me because that's the way I was feeling as a Christian, that I had lost my saltiness. And I realized at that point that I really, really wanted it back. And I started crying, which might have confused Scott because I don't think it was that emotional of a message. Um, and then as it went on, I was praying, and then I just tuned back into what Scott was saying. Again, sorry, Scott, if you listen to this on the podcast. But, um, and he was just saying, you know, here at Artisan, we're here, a place for people who want to grow in Christ and who have doubts and who have struggles with their faith. And I was just like, thank you, God. We found the right place. This is what I need and um, I want to thank the congregation for over the last year and a half. You know, I think I've got some a ways to go, but I have regained um, a little bit of my flavor. So Artisan Church is a salty place that makes people cry. Yes. All right, uh, so for those of you that don't know, uh, we were in Arizona for a while, and um, I think God just really began to stir our hearts to move back to, in my case, back to Rochester. And for various reasons, the move uh, kept getting delayed, but during that whole process, I started uh, just doing searches for good churches to plug into once we were here, and I came across Cape Paxday's website way back in the day. And so for actually more than a year uh, weekly, I was listening to the sermons and the podcasts and all that. So I was really familiar with the church, and I was emailing back and forth with Jason and Scott and Mike for a while. And when we finally moved, uh, you know, we came here and we had a church family, like, immediately. Like, we didn't have to do any church shopping. We knew, like, from the first moment we walked in uh, that this was the church for us. And at the time, they were having the meals after service. And, uh, you know, I got to meet the people that I had kind of conversed with uh, online, which was really neat. And I think I was wearing this very, this very hat, uh, Dave Matthews Band hat, which is kind of gross five years later. I'm still wearing it. But anyways, it sparked a conversation about music between Mike and Scott Cranfill and I. And it came up that I played the drums. And Mike said, well, why don't you come next week? And we'll, just me and you, we'll jam for a little bit. And I came in, and I think we jammed for like 20 seconds before we figured out we had chemistry and... It was a match, and so uh, it's been great. Our kids have grown up here. They were dedicated here, and I just I can't imagine being anywhere else, so it's home. Over here. Hello. I am Brian. Uh, this is my fiance Brittany. Our first time at Artisan was actually three weeks ago, uh, which is great because we just started this hospitality thing, so I don't know if we just got really lucky with that or... <laughs> Um, but it already feels more at home here than in our previous church where we had been for the past three years. And, you know, we were, you know, it's a more liturgical church. We were putting a lot in and there was just something significant missing. Just the heart was not quite there. 
I was putting my bachelor's in religion and philosophy to very good use by doing mad libs with the sermon outline. Um, it was just, <clears throat> sorry, I lost my voice at work yesterday. Um, so yeah, there was a lot missing. And so I used to live in this neighborhood. I remember you know, driving by Artisan a little bit. We heard some good things and we stopped by and we were just made to feel right at home from the get-go. And there's a lot of familiar faces here from Robert, so that's pretty cool, too. Um, yeah, we're, this is a big blessing for us. All right. Hello. My name is Joel, and my wife, Autumn, and I, we came here a couple years ago from California. And... Um, we, I don't think we were necessarily planning to move to Rochester, but things came up in our life that made it happen. And uh, we kind of left California with a lot of resentment because we really had a community of friends that we really loved and we felt we were really blessed to have. And uh, so moving here at first was kind of like, you know, pulling teeth. But uh, we got here, came to, to Artisan on actually our first week. And um, the thing that I really noticed about Artisan was it allowed us to be invisible if we wanted to be invisible. Uh, I don't know if it's a similar thing that Heidi expressed, but uh, we did have a chance to kind of essentially take refuge for a bit. Um, we'd always sit kind of around over here or in the corner over there. And, um, you know, but I, I think part of us was thinking we're going to be here for a year or two and then we're going to go back to California. And um, it was one of those first weeks when I think Scott was talking about just investing in your community whether you're going to be there for six months, a week, or whether you're going to be there for 20 years, you know, and, and then move back to California. No. Um, but that was something that really, like, stuck with me, and I decided, you know what, we may be here for a year or two, but let's just invest in this time. This is the time that God's given us right now. And um, I think that's something that helped my heart to open up a little bit and um, coincided with the time, of course, when Dell invited us over for Monday night dinner, and all of a sudden we start getting connected with a small group at Jamie's house, and all of a sudden we start to find these friendships flourishing, and um, it's been a very special place for us, you know, and uh, I would also like to say that, yeah, Artisan's a great place where you can come and take refuge, but at the same time, if you have an idea that you feel like God's placed on your heart, it's also a cool place where you can just go and approach somebody from the leadership team and say, hey, this is something I've been thinking about, and actually see it come to fruition if you work at it, you know, so... That's something I'm going to encourage you guys to do. If you have something that you've got on your heart, share it with somebody at the leadership team. And um, it, it's a place where things really have the opportunity to flourish. So thanks. Yeah. Hi, um, my name is Katie. And the first second time that I came here was the time that I decided to come. <laughs> so um, back in like 2009, I moved into Rochester and was like church hopping. So I came here a couple of times, but then decided to go somewhere else. And then um, back in October, I came again. And my story is also filled with tears because um, that summer was just really hard. There were a lot of changes that I weren't like that I wasn't planning on, and um, I had a lot of like anxiety issues and things. And so. The, my first second time, I was in the corner crying over there, and Liz was speaking, and um, she was talking about, like, similar things that she was going through, and so I was like, oh, this is really hitting home for me, and, like, 
um, I just felt really like comforting, comforted and like welcomed here, even though I was like a teary mess, like in the corner. So, and I've been coming ever since, and I really appreciate it, and I really like just how welcoming people are, and it's been good. Hi, uh, my name is Jenna. Um, this is actually my first time being here this morning. It might be my only time, I don't know, because I'm visiting from out of town. I'm heading back to Boston this afternoon. Um, but I just wanted to say, like, upon welcoming or walking in, I walked in with Katie this morning. I was very welcomed by Dell and another woman who was there. I'm sorry that I didn't catch her name, but she's right over there waving at me. Um, so it was really great to be welcomed, being brand new, not knowing anybody except for these lovely friends that I have. Um, so it just seems like you have a great community here and keep, keep doing what you're doing and reaching out to people. Thank you. Mark? And then we have time for maybe two more stories. Hello, everyone. My name is Mark. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think hospitality is incredible at Artisan, and I also think it's a starting point for deeper relationships within the body of Christ. And that's quickly what I'm going to speak about here because um, I have made a lot of friends here, and not only are the friends people that I could trust and rely on and make laugh and be made laugh and be made fun of and be accepted by, but I've also made the friends, made some friends that I've actually shared things with, and um, they've shared things with me, and there's a confidence there and a trust there that um, I've really never experienced before. So I've been going through some things in my life, and I've been trusting people with those things, and they've been faithfully um, loving me and praying for me, and though it's not really hospital, hospi hospitality talk, it's more of a talk about um, being trusted and loved and um, supported and encouraged. So I thank Artisan for, 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 for doing that. Thank you, Mark. Any more stories? Who wants the last word? Brenda, and then we'll bring it back up. Hi, everybody. Hi, Brenda. I'm the lady she was talking about. <laughs> um, well, I'm not going to talk about the first time I came here. I'm going to talk about another time I came here. Because the first time I came here, I was just like in the corner. But the second time I came here, Jason said, so you like to cook? And I said, yeah. He says, OK, well, on Sunday evening, <laughs> we um, have dinner. And he said, so you can help with that. And I felt really welcome. And Jason made me feel welcome. And then um, Mike came in and said, oh, oh I'm afraid that it's going to go. <laughs> right. Okay. So Mike came and said, oh, you rock. Thank you for helping. And it made me feel really good. I felt like I was appreciated as well as a part of something. Thank you. You rock, Brenda. All righty. Last word. 
I'm going to stand up for this one. Okay, so this was my first fifth Sunday festival. Um, I didn't even know it existed. Um, I was in my bed, and I was half asleep, and God's like, poke, poke, poke. And I was like, oh, I want to sleep. I was up late last night. And he's like, poke, 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 wake up, got to go to church. And I was like, uh, roll over, you know. And then my son, conveniently enough, must have been being poked too because he stands up and goes, Mommy! <laughs> Mommy! And I'm just like, ugh, obviously I'm not sleeping today. So I get up. Um, you know, my friend ended up watching Ryan for me, I think. I can't really remember. But all I remember is I came in and everyone's sharing stories. And I start shaking because I have this, um, this immense deep kind of story that God's brought me through, um, which I'm very thankful for. And he was like, I want you to share it. And I was like, I don't know these people. I don't want to share. (laughs) And um, I finally couldn't take it anymore. Um, So I I shared and I started, I tried not to cry. I hate crying in front of people. Um, But the love that everyone kind of shared with me, um, and the fact that I was able to share something that, that helps people understand, like, the heart of God more and understand where I come from, it just made it feel more like a family, and that's when Artisan became my spiritual home. Um, as everyone knows, I was baptized here. Um, made me very, very happy to be a part of this family, but the most amazing part of everything that happened was afterwards, we had you guys up on stage, you know, and everybody else had set up tables and food out there. And they were playing this song. And I come in here, and there's, there's tables of people sitting and, and someone playing music. And suddenly it was like kind of like a veil was pushed aside and being able to see, like, like this is what heaven on earth would look like. This is what God's family would look like, like, everyone being a part of each other, with each other, and just having music, like God's glory and everything, kind of like flowing over it with food and, and, and speech and love and sharing. And I like literally, it was so beautiful. All I did was just stand there and take it in. And it was like the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced in my life. And um, that's artisan. So thank you. That's a very good note to end on. <clears throat> so we've, we've spent what would be a normal sermon time hearing the sermons of the congregation, um, hearing the stories of times where we've been, where we've walked into Artisan and felt very welcomed and times where we felt very invisible and times where we felt invisible and we're very thankful that we're invisible and times where we wish that we could be invisible, but people were overly friendly. Uh, Hospitality takes many, many forms. Um, From from really good music, which, you know, I got to check my ego just a titch because I'm riding a high, Um, to, to just somebody meeting you at the front door, to somebody involving you in setting up chairs or in the kitchen, um, there, there are lots of ways to make someone feel like they belong. Um, 
And I think that we've heard at least 20 different ways that we can make ourselves and the people who come through our doors feel like this is a place where they can put down some roots. Um, as we transition into communion, I actually haven't thought this out at all. So I have an idea, and I want to try it, and I'd love it if you went along with me. Normally, when we do communion together, um, communion is, is an open-ended time where people can come to the table whenever they feel like it, individually tear off a piece of bread and dip it in the wine or the juice, whichever would be appropriate for you. Um, and we often say, if Jesus invited you to a meal, if he, if he called you up and he said, hey, you want to go grab a pizza with me, if you would say yes, then this is your table. You're more than welcome. I would love it if we had the opportunity to serve each other as opposed to coming up individually and making it a very personal act that we transform it into a very corporate act. Um, what I would love to try, and if you feel comfortable with this, go for it. If not, just do our normal thing and that's cool. If you come up, I would love it if, if we tore a piece of bread off and we offered it to the person who's behind us. Or we offered it to someone else, like I offered it to Dallas. And then Dallas can dip it in the wine or juice and tear off a piece and offer it to someone else. Or just throw it on the floor. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. There. The idea being, normally communion is a very, it's, it's a very sacred time. It's the highest point in our service. It's what everything leads to, and it's where we leave from. But today as we talk about community and we talk about welcoming and we talk about hospitality, I would love it if this was a communal thing, if this was something we could share with each other. And it's okay if it's a little goofy and not quite as, as uh, sacramental. How does everybody feel about that? Okay, if you're comfortable with that, I encourage you to serve somebody who's near you when you come up. Um, if you're not comfortable with it, it's totally okay. The band's going to come back up and continue with some music, and I encourage you to sing along with the band, and then we will end with announcements and benediction. So the table is open. Please serve people as you feel comfortable or experience the table as you feel comfortable. <laughs>